In a world where KFC made the romantic movie of the year comes Fold Me, produced by Samsung. A man who was once a man who was transported into his phone was picked up by a woman who taught him to move in ways he never thought he could. Oh, God, I'm moving. This fall from Samsung and Bad Robot comes Fold Me. Hey, guess what? Hey, what? Welcome back. (gasps) No, you're welcome back. No, yeah, you're welcome back. (laughs) I've been here the whole time. I've just been having mic troubles in this seat. (laughs) Tyler, where have we been? Specifically. Oh, no. (laughs) Not again. I'm just saying your backdrop is different now, so we have to explain the green screen to people now. We could fix Uh, that. Yeah, the green screen's with the door in the background now. Well, I am back in the office, so, hey. Oh, gosh. There's still a delay. Is there? Every time I say, hey. Like if I went, hey. Yeah, you just go and go, hey. (laughs) See, ooh, you joke about that. Uh, The brain break stuff? Yeah, because TikTokers accidentally fucking discovered ventriloquism. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the new thing. People just go, hey. It's Chinese or Japanese movies have been doing it for so long. Not on purpose. In any case, TikTok accidentally discovers ventriloquism. We are here for the news. That was news, technically. Is this our 12th news? 13th. 12th news. 13th. 12th, technically. It's our 13th, actually. It is our 13th, because I just did the thing for the 12th. Also, Manor News. Well, it's technically... Number 13. Technically the 13th, even though last week was not a Manor News. We're counting it as the 13th. For the great. sake of so that not whole, losing the number that whole scheme. folder is a mess. No, it's great because we're not going to acknowledge it. It is a mess. Cool. <clears throat> great. Want to know what else is a mess? What? Cyberpunk? Our headlines. <laughs> Cyberpunk is a mess, though. Yeah, there's a lawsuit now. It just keeps never, which is a shame because, again, if you're not part of the PC Master Race, then you are not uh, enjoying. It's fine on Series X. Mm. Admittedly, you did I have, have a missing tunnel. <laughs> you will too. Everybody has it. So I didn't have any save issues, and now you don't either. It's true. Yes, thanks to hot fixes. Right. Six hot fixes since it came out. I mean, um, kind of necessary. So CD Projekt is. Facing a class action lawsuit because it is being uh, sued for misleading investors about the game's performance ahead of its release, which caused the stock price to drop and many lost money. So this lawsuit is really only about money and the investors who are real butthurt about about. it. Well, you say real butthurt, but they did lose a fuck ton of money. Yeah. So like, cause what they, their stock went down what thirty percent within days of the game coming out. Oh yeah, that's they true. But hard. it did sell. They still like sold even thirteen with returns, million copies. Even with returns, they more than made up for the investment of actually making the game. With thirteen million units sold, with returns counted in, 
That is absurd. That's fair, but we don't know how much money these dudes invested. They made the money back on the game. Well, it depends on how many, how much stock that they hold. Right. They, they made the money back on the game day one. Not, not necessarily the investors. CDPR did, and then investors get paid out on profit, depending. So yeah, they're probably a little pissy because. And I think again that stock money. will regroup. I mean, it will. Yeah, as they fix the as they. It's fix like the it, investors want to sue them for the money that they lost, and then make more money when the stock rebounds. It's like. That's that's selfish. Yeah, you. It's just people who are upset because the game came out too early because of unrealistic expectations. That's realistically what it is. The game was not ready. No, not at all. Right, it, and but it's it's just, I, I find this lawsuit meaningless. It's like, yeah, we know that there are issues. We know that CDPR is down, but they took all the right steps that they as and did as much as they could to to know, patch to to, to, to fix and repair and to give money back, but. Yeah. It, it, I don't want to sit here and watch these investors drone on. But speaking of drones, I do want to talk about our friend Bezos. Oh, it's that's, let's see that what son Bezos of a bitch is, is at it again. Because we've heard news of we've actually heard news for years of the Amazon delivery drone. They've been talking right. about wanting to do it. Yep, and it, they want to use drones to deliver packages, and we've seen images and videos of tests of it. And so that now that has gone one step forward. Because they had to go through the FAA, mm-hmm. um, because it's their unmanned aircrafts, and they had to create rules for these unmanned aircraft, especially if they're going to be in abundance. Right. Um, Which the way Amazon deliveries go, they will be. Right. And so some of the new rules are that the drones have to broadcast their identification through a new system they're going to make, mm-hmm. um, which will help the government track both the drones and their base stations, where they're going from and after they drop off the package where they're going Just to. like they would normally do for any flight. Where are you going and where are you coming from? Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Additionally, they have to, uh, if the drones are operating at night, they need to have anti-collision lights. Makes sense. Pretty and standard. must have no exposed rotating parts like flight blades that could cut human skin. I wonder what the... That's going to be tough, I feel. And the people who manage the drones will need to have a drone pilot's license with them whenever operating the aircraft. And I think that's a reasonable request. I wonder what the definition of no exposed rotating parts... Because at a certain extent, they have to be Well, because keep in mind that you're going to have... If you have blades that are encapsulated by like a plastic circle... They're still open at the top and the bottom to the air, but they're not exposed at the edges. That's what they, I mean. They the could do that. It. Could just put a cage around it just so it can still get the airflow, but you can't actually touch the blades without taking the cage off. So True. There's, there's lots of ways around that. Look at look That's at right. any kid's toy. They have the same sort of But thing. it's great because now this big government regulation aspect has been taken out of the picture because now that the FAA has come down and said, here are the regulations, here's what you have to do, this paves the way not only for Amazon but for other companies Mm-hmm. To be using drone deliveries. Faster delivery, cheaper delivery. You're not paying for a delivery driver. You're just and paying for a drone. Since every delivery drone has to go through what's called remote ID, the FAA can track any drone from any company to manage flight paths as well. Mm-hmm. I'd be curious to see if this information is being shared with the company so that they can, you know. Track highways effectively. Yeah. Well, yeah. And and so that Amazon can make sure that it's not interfering with, you know, FedEx or UPS or Bob's cakes or whatever, whoever you start seeing drone battles as they start going into a corporate war. Yeah, it'd be it'd be interesting to see how they kind of divvy out the airspace with with everything because this is going to be this is all for not only for companies but personal like drill. It could be. Yeah, it is. It's an FAA rule. 
where I think well, by, yeah, you can't fly around airports. That's not going to change. And right. And you can't fly above a certain height. Well, and, and all even personal drones need to have this remote ID technology within the next 18 months. I think it's going to be 2023. Three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is when this is all going to go into effect. Um, and retro, uh, uh Existing drones need to be retrofitted with mm-hmm. the technology to add a beacon to it if they're going to be flying. Because it, it has to broadcast the pilot's location yep. is what that is. Because so. if you have one of those incidents where a football game, there's just some drone flying over. Now the FAA can go boop, 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 boop. There's the asshole. Right. And then, He's yeah. the one who did it. And then they send their drone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and all of a sudden, no more asshole. <laughs> We're gonna isolate the hell out of that clip, <laughs> yeah. um, but no, that, that'll be that'll be cool. It'll be interesting to see more uh, um, more drones flying around, more kind of ex- expand the the accessibility of drone usage. Speaking of accessibility, <laughs> I did see that one coming a mile away. <laughs> um, the did you say excessive drone usage and then say speaking of accessibility? No. Okay. Good. I blacked out. Yeah, that makes sense. That's smart. <laughs> I mean, that's usually what I do, too. I'm sure it was good. If Ryan says it was good, I believe it's good. Well, I didn't say it was good. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, he said if you did say it was good, though, then he'll he'll believe it was good. Greg, I'm um, not saying that. Speaking of things that are good, <laughs> so the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration on Monday proposed a rule that would make mobility accessible for those living with disabilities, especially those using wheelchair. The NHTSA will move to allow rental car companies to install hand controls and equip vehicles with rear-mounted transporters for wheelchairs or scooters. So it would allow rental car companies to um, allow uh, those that are physically disabled more accessibility to those kinds of cars. That'd be cool. Which is pretty dope. I went to high school, actually, with a kid who was disabled, and but he had... Uh, his car was modified to work with the hand pedals. So it was pretty cool. I mean, the fact that they're going to even disabled people will now be able to rent cars themselves is I'm sure that's got to be great for them. It's got to feel good to have the independence to be able to do whatever it is you want to do. Well, the biggest thing that this allows is that the biggest problem with installing um, accessibility features, especially the, the hand controls is that the hand controls where they're installed in the car are by the knees where the airbags are. Mm-hmm. So there's a potential of if those airbags go off, it just shoves the hand controls inside of you. I and mean, that's so fine. what the new rule allows these companies to do is to disable those airbags. It's giving them to permission keep it from to, yeah, to keep it from happening. So, uh, yeah, so it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> I don't even know how to, how to recover from that. I mean, I, I give that joke a C plus. <laughs> so oh, speaking of C pluses, <laughs> let's talk about this Toyota C plus pod. Uh, and the so if you see this car as an American, your first mm. reaction is it's small, stupid Europeans. <laughs> That's <laughs> Looks like one of them stupid you European cars. And I go to Barcelona or something. I like it's, I like how your character in this knows where Barcelona is. <laughs> just thinking that, just, like you do not, your character sorry. does not sound like a stereotypical sorry. person who leaves. This the looks country. like one of them fancy European cars that you're driving around Canada or something. Just like a super discriminatory who's very cultured. Them goddamn Spaniards <laughs> with their deep romantic history. This looks like it barely fits one person. How am I going to go overseas and flying drive around in California? Is that better? Do I that sound was, more ignorant? That was great. <laughs> yeah, anyway. So, is there not an armrest in the middle of these seats? This That's is a, a really, really, thing. really small electric car. Starts at about sixteen thousand um, dollars, but it's, it's really an electric cheap. mini car, and it seats just two people. Mm. Um, but it's designed 
now this is primarily for release in Japan uh, to create an appeal for battery-operated vehicles. Um, and it's not very long. It's about 98 inches long. It's literally and, big enough for two people. Yeah. And it has a turning <laughs> radius of less than 13 feet. I believe that. Um, and it's about 1,500 pounds. But I think it's really cool. I mean, I like it. I mean, especially, you know, driving around in Iceland with a small car, like a very, very small car that got like 60 miles to the gallon. Um, you know, it's, this is really cool. And it's got a top speed of 37 miles an hour. That's outstanding. I will say for an area, what would you say it was going to be Japan? Yeah. So for an area like Japan where they really make an effort to utilize more, uh, public transportation, rental services, bikes, things like that. Something like this, I could see really taking off as like a, a rental vehicle service. Yeah, but it's expensive. I mean, sixteen grand for that. I mean, that's... well, that wouldn't be the rental. No, that would be to buy it. Yeah, but I could see that taking off where it's like, hey, just me and my buddies, like kind of like renting out one of those scooters or whatever. It's like you pay like, I don't even know, like a hundred bucks. I just wish it. this was more popular here. I feel like you know you start putting these in like the metro areas, New York and San Francisco and L.A. Like, you know far more efficient and taking up less space and all that kind of stuff. Like they're cool. But again, you know, the typical American needs room to We're put big their people. stuff in a back seat. And in here, that you just too. be throwing stuff out the back window, <laughs> which is just creating a whole new problem. But the whole outdoors <clears throat> is my trash can. <laughs> this is the way God wanted it. Yeah. But like, I don't, it's, it's interesting. Does it even have, there's no trunk. It's well, just no, no. two people. That, <laughs> wait, that's <laughs> I don't like that sentence. Um, I don't like the fact that there's no air vents at all. There are. It's got it's got stuff. You, I mean, you open the windows on either side. You're literally a foot on each side from the air. He's got a good point. Like, you open those windows, and now you're outside the car. Yeah, that's fair. Now the the other the cool part about it is that the whole thing can double as a generator. Which is cool. So if you you can charge your phone with this thing, <laughs> uh, maybe not because the range on a full battery is like ninety seven miles. So you charge your car, your range is like four this feet. is literally like just for around the around the city. Yeah, you get you get right. ten well, hours. You get ten hours on a charge. Which also yeah. those wheels Should look be plastic, which is weird. I mean, the me. only person that wouldn't like this is my large QAnon uh, member uh, family member Ned. <laughs> large QAnon family member Ned L G Q Ned. Let's talk about the LG QNED TV, shall we? I don't like that. When my therapist asks me what keeps me up at night, I just send her to our website (laughs) and just say, anytime Greg talks. (laughs) See all these segues he does? You can't really segue easy into this. But I did. No, no, no. no. The word easy right there is is where I disagree with you. Because that was bad. Yep. But speaking of not bad, wait. (laughs) You see, you see how much, see how little work you did there. That's true. But speaking of little, let's talk about tiny LEDs. Let's and go for it. So LG is the largest uh, or the leading OLED TV ma- uh, maker. Is now moving to uh, mini LED. Um, Ooh, fancy. And what it's doing is now coming out with uh, QNED. <gasps> Tell me more. So their upper end LCD TVs. Uh, and the key refers to the quantum dot color and Ooh. the N for LG's nano cell. When you brand. throw quantum in stuff, Ooh. you know Ooh. it's really scientific. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what they're doing is, um, well, so the best LCD TVs that are hanging out today have what's called full array local dimming, 
um, which is where LEDs are the backlighting for the screen and can be controlled in different zones. And so what mini LED does is it uses much smaller LEDs, but much more of them for better contrast. Makes so, sense. Sharper lines and whatnot. Right. And so what they're doing is they're putting 30,000 LEDs into this TV that produce a contrast ratio of 1 million to 1 that have 2,500 dimming zones in the TV. To put that into perspective, a high-end one now might have a couple hundred. That's um, a lot more. Mm. Right. So you're you're increasing the quality. Does it have 4K? Yes. Thank Christ. And 8K. Oh. I think there's like three TVs in the world right now that have the 8K. Mm-hmm. Four. Now there's four. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's it's primarily four. It's 4K and 8K TVs that are coming out. That makes sense because those they really, later next they, year they thrive on the the yeah. higher detail and and Samsung's resolution. right behind them in in, in doing that. Samsung, yeah. LG, what TCL? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not sure if Sharp is still in the game or not. Not anymore. Not, not in as, this game. No. no, they still um, make TVs. It'll come into sizes up to 86 inches, which is absurd. That's it. Yeah, that's it. It's fucking ridiculous. Just a whole for, wall. Just a hair over seven feet. Yeah, it's it's fine. I just can't touch the top of it. No big deal. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's a lot. Samsung's also making their the wall. Yep, lineup. where it's literally a wall. <laughs> it is absurd. It's I think it's just like a bunch of individual panels that can that are bezel-less that can link together yeah. simultaneously, and then you can apparently they display a, a con- cohesive image. Apparently, there's an you can just tweak it through the app and figure out which one you want displaying what. I mean, that's pretty Now, dope. don't, like, so, and this is different than micro-LED, because micro-LED is still super, super expensive, where it's millions of LEDs that only light up when they're needed, whereas these are still LEDs that are in zones that are all lit, but just, you know, change in their contrast and brightness. This is mini-LED. Yeah. Think, think back to the old mini and micro USB people are like I don't get it and it's like I know I, we've moved past it I'm just like I, why <laughs> why are we going back I still Stop going I back. don't like I don't like those but the mini the mini uh, sorry the micro LED is Samsung's the wall is that's what yes that's those are going to be better with the same kind of idea of uh, like an OLED where when the screen's black it's off yeah right. it's super black right. yeah yeah the wall Speaking is basically of super black <laughs> okay I can't make that Nope, we're not. The Ratatouille use that musical one. is super black. There's a lot of black people in it. <laughs> God damn it, Greg! Yeah, we're not going to use that one at all <laughs> for your own sake at this point. Good God! <laughs> so, speaking of nothing that you just referenced, we're just going to move on because we just, I think, that's broke the best one yet. <laughs> collective listener, pay, whatever. Just yeah, moving on. TikTok. <laughs> yeah, TikTok is getting into the streaming musical business, which we've seen on. Uh, we've seen so far ABC or NBC who have done terrible TV musicals. Um, but in the age of COVID, uh, coming from the performing arts perspective, because I am a performing artist, um, TikTok is broadcasting a one night only uh, musical, Ratatouille the musical. Uh, sorry, the TikTok musical on oh. January 1st. Hold on. Let, while we're on the name, let's just let's just appreciate and collectively dry heave at the... Uh at the uh, the URL, which is ratatoustical.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were all dry heaving together. No, Never mind. I've, uh, I, I, I baby birded it, so we're so good. So I'm a little torn on this, especially because, you know, TV musicals have not had a good history. I still think back to Christopher Walken as Captain Hook in the Peter <laughs> Pan TV musical. Oh, God. Wow. I'm 
Where's Peter Pan? Wow. Wow. I've got my hook. Uh, so <laughs> I, I never saw that, and I don't want to It's now. It's, yeah, no. So, but looking at this, I like it because it's benefiting the Actors Fund, which will help out of work uh, performing artists. It's got a lot of really good talent um, with Wayne Brady, Titus Burgess, Andre De Ch- Andre DeShields, Adam Lambert, Priscilla Lopez. A lot of these people you may not know, but in the Broadway world, in the performance world, um, Andre DeShields just won the uh, Tony for playing Hermes in Hades Town and was in John Mulaney's Sack Lunch Bunch. That's where I know him from with the song that made absolutely no sense. Yeah, Algebra. <laughs> it's the Algebra song. That's great. So it looks like it should be interesting. I'm curious how TikTok is going to do it in terms of the way that their platform is. It's very much, you know, sort of, you know, one camera, you know, different, you know, sections are making a story as you were. So I'm curious... Um, how they're going to do it. Um, but I think it's an interesting way to, you know, bring performing arts th- to the people because so many theaters and such are struggling with ways to bring their stuff online because the problem with live theater is that it's so much better when you're there live. True. Right. So that's um, my... I think it's it's great that they're trying to do something to benefit the performing arts community. Um, I'm just... I'm. I don't want them to make it bad. You know what I mean? I don't I don't I just don't want it to to flop. You know, they're they're putting a lot of effort into trying to do something great to help out a lot of people. It's just historically stuff like this doesn't do well. The difference with this though is that the songs were created by TikTokers. Um that the content That's supposed to help it? Yeah, well in terms of the fact that this <laughs> musical didn't exist before they did it. In the past, the Peter Pan one and the Wizard yeah. of Oz one, they all existed. Okay. These ones were based on songs that were created by TikTokers, and a, a composer took their music and made it into you know a full arrangement. Oh, and right. they are That's getting good. compensated for it. These you know fifteen year old kids who are you know making these songs. Um, now, when you say TikTokers made the songs. There are, are TikTokers who are popular for creating music. Right, that's what I'm saying. Are they are they musically inclined? Yes. Tick, okay, so people who actually made good stuff. Yeah, so so Blake Rouse is the TikToker at this point who made one called The Rat's Way of Life and the Ratatouille Tango. Um and which was very popular and so the composer took those songs and put them into the musical and obviously created his own songs for it too. Mm-hmm. Uh which is really cool. Um and they were collaborating with them. Um, Disney isn't directly involved, but has given its blessing to the project. Um, and Pat Oswalt, who played Remy in the movie, mm-hmm. you know, is, it was also on board for it too. Um, it's not every day you see Disney being like, all right, you yeah, guys, go, go ahead, ahead and, and do use it. our stuff. That's fine. Yeah. Which so, is surprising. Huh. I'm hoping, I'm hoping it does well. Mm-hmm. Oh, tickets are $5. Yeah. They okay. range between five and $50. <laughs> what? Um, what do you get for 50? I don't know. You get Balcony seats. <laughs> <laughs> You're watching it from a different perspective in the theater. They send you a selfie stick so you can watch it from further away. Like, yay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what. Let's see what the. I'm just curious if it's. Oh. If they're charging 50 bucks, I'm curious what you actually get. Because, uh, like, obviously that has to be worth it. Nobody's nothing. Gonna... You get no, You literally get nothing else. It's too. It's just, just more money that's being donated. It's just effectively contribute what you can. So you can. All right, pay, you that's can, fair. They just say, like, you can pay up to 100. Interesting. Technically. I wonder if you can actually. I wonder if you can buy those tickets in Nevada or Maine. Nevada or Maine, N V and M E. Oh, actually, so speaking of that, um, we're gonna talk about N V M E. 
which I want. Did you just back out of your bullshit segue? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No. I think it worked just fine. Nevada and Maine. NVMe. What are we talking about? We're talking about NVMe. Oh, the, Nevada, the Maine. Hard that was the joke. Oh, good. Oh, god. No, the the geographical phenomenon that well, is I Nevada to Maine. You know the e- the NVMe pass. They I'm, basically touch each other. I'm sick of you, so. stupid dopes. Six stupid dopes. SSD. Oh, oh let's talk about SSD. It's just getting worse. I don't know what hurts, but it all does. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> oh my God. Silverstone is a company that has actually launched a uh, external enclosure that supports a lot of M2 form factors. So if you have old NVMe drives that are just laying around, you can actually encase them and turn them into portable drives. Who at this stage in the game has old NVMe drives? <laughs> They've been on the market for like a year and a half. Tyler, you would... <laughs> Of all people, I you mean, would. I mean, exactly, but I don't. That's all right. That's, <laughs> like, that's, I guess that's a good argument in your favor. Like, anyone that would, it would be me. Because you have would, like, man. You've got all the stuff. I think I have like two extra hard drives I just haven't put in a rig yet. I have yeah. all of the cables. <laughs> and me, the guy they developed this for, still doesn't, <laughs> doesn't have, have a spare. doesn't have an extra one. I like, think you only have one. I do, yeah. Yeah, so you have a spare, so you can get this. I have one in my rig. (laughs) It converts it to a USB uh, 3.2 Type-C, theoretical max speed of 20 gigabytes per second. Um, I love those theoreticals. (laughs) But I think it's really great because I think as we move through the years, you're going to see NVMe just, you know, people are going to have spare ones hanging around. So it's great that you can use these like, and convert them into portable drives or external drives or that kind of thing um, that you can have around so you can repurpose them. That is pretty cool. I mean, because NVMEs are they're the way of the, the future now when it comes to storage on PCs and hell, even in gaming consoles and all kinds of stuff. So it's only a matter of time before we see them fully replace mechanical drives as we know them now. So They do don't yet have pricing for this one and what the interesting part is that uh, it's it's straight type c right so they have other enclosures for like nvme and about two drives um but they haven't been straight up type c until now i don't believe yep um or i'm wrong i think the new one is a is a 3.2 um usb so they have their that's the ms12 their ms11 does have a 3.1 uh, USB-C interface. Do they still not have the pricing for no. any of these? Pricing or availability. We are so ahead of the news right now that we don't even have pricing or availability for Yes, it. We're, we're just talking about an idea. <laughs> we're so ahead of the news, it doesn't exist. Exactly. <laughs> it's a great idea, though. So the our, our last bit of, of headlines is something that Tyler actually brought up, I believe, in our Game Awards. Yep. Um, when we were talking about the nominees, mm-hmm. you said, for the love of God, why isn't Flight Simulator in VR? Or officially supported. Because you right. could do it, it just wasn't. Because I can tell official. you right now, you old son of a bitch, it is now. It is, yes. Where you can. There's a big asterisk, though. <laughs> uh, so it's officially supported. It does work with all of the, the standard headsets. Mm-hmm. However, uh, they, they don't map the controls for you. You have to go in and figure it out yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, gets real queasy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you gotta, you so are flying a plane. There's a lot of tweaking and a lot of shit you got to do, and people are saying it's just not worth it right now. I have yet to try it, mostly because I, I got to... I like my lunch inside of my stomach, mm. so I haven't tried it yet. No, that's fine. You haven't lived until you've thrown up onto the inside of a virtual airplane, which just means wow. your own keyboard. <laughs> that sounds like a bad time, actually. 
I wouldn't mind getting a flight stick and then playing some flight simulator in VR. Well, the new update for it too is is though. giving weather simulation too, so you get some real time snow in there. You Good. wouldn't see the flight stick in VR. No, but it would feel better. Would it? I'm better than a keyboard. That's fair. It would feel better than a keyboard. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it would. It'd be. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. The realistic, the realism of the weather is just. We don't play in flight simulator. I haven't seen you sit and go anywhere for two hours. Snow delay. <laughs> yeah, I've been stuck on the runway. Yeah, We can't even go back to the terminal. Bullshit Southwest gets to fly, but no, <laughs> I'll run Spirit. I don't get to go anywhere. It'd be great if they actually did that, like a first-person like uh, campaign mode where you have to work your way up through, as, you as a beginner pilot. Fledgling. You're just stuck with like JetBlue, and then you have to work your way up. And you're like, I got promoted to Southwest today. <laughs> great job, honey. <laughs> I'm flying. Commercial. How's your job? Like, oh boy. Oh, I right. I have one of those. I have not called them. <laughs> Correction. I had this one. This simulation is so real. I've been sitting in my apartment for four days waiting for a call from Southwest to see if I got the job. <laughs> I actually got a paycheck the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go in the game and get a mailbox. <laughs> I got to pay for a P.O. box now because yep. they can't mail it to my fake address. I got my form sent back because I didn't scan my passport correctly, so now I have to go to the DMV and get a new <laughs> Life uh, got weird. The fast. DMV DLC is coming out next week. I wait for that. I had to get the electricity turned on. No, no, no. That was if, the whole process. If you're waiting for the DMV DLC, that means it's already out. <laughs> you're getting yep. the experience right now. You're sitting yeah. in an airport and like Bezos is flying over you in his private jet going, ha ha. <laughs> just standing on the front naked. <laughs> That's so the flies their giant limp. Advertising microtransactions. Mm. Mm. Well, that's the headlines for Those, this week. Ooh. Headlines! A couple of doozies. There's good ones. We know where lawsuits and drones and cars and TVs and musicals. And, and Ned. And Ned. So now yeah. it's uh, now we're going to move on to... Weird News of the Week. Fucking cluck cluck, boys. Oh, boy. No, I'm weird so, News. I'm so upset because I wrote this down, but I didn't save it in a doc anywhere. Now you get to talk about it. Well, I'm surprised we hadn't talked about it because it's been all over the place. It ju- um, well, we didn't, I didn't pay any attention to it because I didn't think it was real at first. At first, I didn't think it was real. It's super fucking real. It's real, real, and, and it's uh, so real. Like this is like you could legitimately play good games on this. Yeah. So uh, KFC is cooking up a new way to game, folks. <sighs> That's not me. That's the first line of this article. So fuck he's, you. You can't he's blame not me. Wrong. I'm reading it. It's right here. KFC has come out with the KF console. And it is a console that can literally cook chicken. Does it uh, cook or does it warm? It warms it. Yeah. Sorry. It warms keeps it warm. Chicken. It's a chicken chamber. It's a chicken chamber. <laughs> Thank yeah. God. I've always wanted one of those. Yeah. So the uh, the KF, it actually looks pretty cool. It looks very It does sleek, have a nice design. Black, nice design. Looks like a you know a bucket of chicken, but sleek. It's like right. what V would eat chicken out of. That's true. In this, Cyberpunk. He would eat chicken out of this if there was chicken. So KFC has not gone into many specifics about what games will be available or how much it costs. Um, it teamed up with Cooler Master to develop the console. Mm-hmm. It has a cooling system that allows the food compartment to remain hot while the rest of the machine is at a normal temperature. Uh, it'll feature cross-platform capability. Which I'm not sure what that means. I think are they, it just means it's a PC. Are they cross-platforming yeah, with like. McDonald's? You'll be able to. Well, it could be that. Maybe Wendy's will get involved. I don't know, but you could probably play a lot of things that are currently cross-platform. So, 
but the thing is, I'm never close enough to my console to get food. So the thing is, like, now you are. <laughs> well, keep in mind, this is this is a PC, right? I think they have the one Intel NUC in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a PC. You're gonna be, you're generally near your PC when you game for a huge majority of people. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna be right next to this thing most of the time, anyway. Uh, I am curious. You're gonna be sitting next to a heat source now. Um, so that's a little weird. See, that so was... I'm going to get sweaty and then I'm going to reach in and get greasy chicken all over my new controller and your new key. So I'm hoping that there are some rubber grips <clears throat> built into the, co- into the controller or else like you're never holding on to that. Though. Yeah. Which hey, good marketing to have people keep buying controller. True. I will say that was my one concern with this thing. Was, oh, just the one. Well, cause <laughs> I mean, admittedly all joking aside, heat and electric components don't do well together. It's true. So the fact that you have a, a heating element, you have a warming tray for the chicken. I saw the, the internal schematics of it and they do have everything separated pretty well, but that was something that blew my mind. It's like you, you are heating something and then running PC components next to the heating chamber it just seems but like looking a bad at mix. Cooler Master's site, it's weird how they're marketing this because they're showing all the cool specs and the designs, and yeah. it's like never risk letting your chicken go cold again, like, thanks it, to the patented chicken chamber. But then it goes on to talk about how it's in 4K, you know, 240 frames per second. Talking about the chassis, it's got a Core i9 in it, which, by the way. This is where Intel's at, just to go back to it, where they're freaking <laughs> teaming up with Cooler Master and KFC to make a fucking bucket of chicken console. So no, no, great no. job, Intel. It's a bucket of gaming with chicken. <laughs> See, that's one thing that me and Tyler were joking about, because he, he did talk about this when it first broke, was that, because you're running 4K graphics, you got an Intel i9, those things generate fucking heat. That is what is warming your fucking And chicken. it says, get your <laughs> VR ready. Get on your feet and enjoy the world of virtual reality while the smell of fresh chicken captures your head. <laughs> yeah, nothing takes me out of it by, like, going into, like, Half-Life Alex and getting ready and being like, oh, chicken. Let's, let's <laughs> or be, Flight Simulator. Hold on. Yeah. Oh, I can't let, wait to let's eat Let's be real. Chicken. Not a single person buying the KF console is getting on their feet. It's <laughs> true. It's true. They're sitting there warming up chicken while they're playing Minecraft in 4K. I can just see it now. Yep, they're just You just see them doing this, and in fact, the controller's just a, like it's a just shaped a in like a drumstick. Wing. Yeah. They're just, no, just a visor on. They try to go for the chicken in the bucket. Like... <laughs> Just, they just they fumble the the lid falls off. They end up taking oh. a bite out of their GPU. It's fine. <laughs> Poor Intel. I will say so. Credit so they partnered with. I have no idea how to pronounce the guy's name. Tim Palay, uh, the Swedish case modder. Mm-hmm. Uh, he makes dude, some bomb yeah, ass cases. Dude's insane. So they're doing it as best as they can. Like as legit. Know. They got inspired by Anheuser Busch. Yeah, they got you. a couple Seagate one terabyte NVMe drives in there. They could make those portable soon, I heard. Yeah, they yeah. can. <laughs> wow. Uh, I mean, if anyone's going to do it, it's. I think KFC has been like, I feel like there was in a meeting, someone went, I don't know, we can make a console, and someone just, go on. Is this the like, same company that made Mario Lopez? Oh, a recipe for seduction? Yeah. Yeah. So, we, I mean, their marketing is off the that. chain, so good for them. It's pretty great. Okay, yeah. so, Tyler. Oh boy! Yeah, fart box go burr. Fart, go, fart, fart box, box go, go burr. So, hey Greg, <clears throat> hey Ryan, hello. Have either of you been driving around at some point? Yes. Then people in yeah, traffic right. do some nonsense, and you you just think maybe a honk isn't quite good enough, right? That's why I give them the every finger. time, right? Or point my gun at them. Wow. 
<laughs> is there usually, a better? Are you I offering just, a better solution? I no. usually just yell profanities personally, but that's fine. It's a Nerf gun that I painted. <laughs> Black. Yep. Mine's an airsoft gun. No. So now uh, Tesla has external speakers where you can change the noise of your horn, uh, and built in there is a fart noise. <laughs> You can just have your car fart at people. I would do the dumbest shit with that. I would just have it go, asshole. (laughs) (laughs) I would take so many isolated audio clips from our fucking recordings that don't make the cut and just play those. uh, That would be so fun. Yeah, so... But you have to have the right car. Yes, it's not not on all of them. It's obviously a Tesla. Um, And it's a... It's a... a, uh, What is the... Let's see. Is the Model 3... Yes, it's the, the Model 3. The Model 3. You need the Model 3 as of right now. They're working on getting other things with it. Um, it does have, what, three sounds programmed into it right now, I thought. Or no, it's just new games? Goddamn. What? But no, they're, uh, they have, I think you can upload your own sounds, but it does have like a fart like sound. Like right out of the gate? Programmed into it, yeah. Hell yes. And then you obviously have your standard you know, honk. Wow. Maybe. Okay. You might have your standard honk. I'm not sure. But Sometimes. That's great. Thanks, Elon. <clears throat> oh, Elon. He's trying to be Bezos so you hard. Can, you can make it sound like a goat, too. I'm just going to just gonna. I'm sorry. You out. said a goat? A, a goat. screaming goat, I hope. I, I would imagine so. If it doesn't scream, it's not even a real goat. You can upload up to five custom sounds via a USB. Wow. That's fucking dope. <laughs> well, now speaking of something that's actually really wicked cool. I agree. That's Ryan, why I threw it on here. Please, enlighten us. So this gentleman is the world's smallest portable <gasps> N64. Oh, it's adorable. It's almost as big as the cartridge itself, and I love it. Which means that you can actually use the old N64 cartridges mm-hmm. yep. on it. Yep. yep. It, it's super fucking cool. It's tiny, and I love it. It was made, uh, what was it, uh, G-Man Mods, I guess, made it. He's a YouTuber, so it looks fucking he took all the original parts and guts of an N64 and mm-hmm. modded it down. And like, that's shrunk really it into, cool. I think he 3D printed the case as well. That's what it looks like. Uh, and he just, he, he, re, uh, blah, blah, blah. he resoldered, like, I think he made a, a PCB. Yeah. I mean, it looks, and he used up. the uh, the joysticks or the Joy-Con mm-hmm. um, joysticks from the Switch. Yep. So he went all out with it. It looks super cool. I would love to be able to buy one of these because it, like, he has a little video of it actually turning on and loading up Super Mario 64, and it looks great. Yeah, that's really impressive. I'm saying. I would How, love to see something like this actually hit the retail market. <laughs> does he mention where the extra buttons are? I noticed that too. It looks like he's removed some buttons. So there's, I don't know how he managed to remap them, but I don't see the the Z button. The X, Y are the triggers. I imagine the C buttons are the the right stick. That would make sense. But I don't know what the... I mean, I see three buttons across the bottom. So I it says one is in here, yeah, it doesn't have the D-pad or the left shoulder right. button. Um, it's been, and been replaced. So in reality, it button. says in reality, very few N64 games use the D-pad or the left shoulder, so it's a minor sacrifice. But again, saying there's a good reason Nintendo didn't prioritize pocketability with the Switch. Right. Um, but still impressive. So... I mean, it is really cool. It's not it, this particular one's never going to see mass production because no, God, no. of that. But if you're looking for stuff like that, there are dozens of very good portable gaming systems like this. Yep, yep. I think it's super cool though, and I'd love to see. This is the kind of stuff I love the the super out there, very creative new spins on things. So this is the same dude who made the 
the N64 into a Game Boy Advance SP. Yep. <laughs> Delightful. All right, so that's our weird news of the week. So now we're going to move on to... Greg Stockman and Honey. Ugh. Greg Stockman and Honey. All right, so our Stock Minute is brought to you by me, who doesn't own any of the stocks I'm going to talk about, and we don't sponsor any of these that we're talking about. My look is at CD Projekt Red, or CD Projekt 4ADR, um, which is currently uh, sitting at $19 a share. Uh, and at the uh, in uh, December, beginning of December, was twenty nine dollars. Um, I say it's a buy because it is something that I think uh, a lot of this is overblown. A, lo- a lot of the market reaction to it is overblown. I think it will start going back up, um, and I think it will. You know, if you buy it now, you're getting it at a good price. Also, looking at ten cent because ten cent we didn't talk about is still buying gaming companies. And owns and bought two more this week, I think. Uh, so definitely something to uh, take a look at. Uh, is definitely sort of on the upswing. Um, and I'm also looking at uh, Activision Blizzard, who knocked it out of the park with Shadowlands. Uh, is definitely something to look at. Um, and I say that ones to look at that are sort of that you should be wary on are the chipset companies or the chip companies. Uh, looking at things like NVIDIA looking at AMD, looking uh, at Intel, um, that this year has been really good for gaming and really good for these chipsets. But the problem is, is that this market has been going up and up this year. I think NVIDIA is almost $450 a share now, and at the beginning of the year it was like 200 or maybe even lower than that. Um, I think in 2021 you're going to start seeing a, star, a stark decline in interest in those Um as the market's going to become saturated. Uh, so I definitely would focus on software companies in 2021 versus hardware companies, and uh, that's my two cents. That's the end of my stock minute. So there we go. Nicely we done. We have completed our insert number here, Nanner News. 13th. It's, it's 13. 13. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, join us on Saturday as we delve into our end of the year, even though it's technically the new year at this point, mm. um, when we start talking about our predictions for 2021, what we think is going to happen, what we think is going to be accomplished, and you get to see at the end of the next year how wrong we all actually are. So, uh, yay, claps for us. <clears throat> Great. Good. Awesome. So, uh, in one noise that you would like the Tesla to make as you drive by people, say goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> this is the sound of you getting hit by a car. <laughs> oh, the always home. That's exact. That's what mine was too. Yeah, no, oh, the always just, home. That's so basic. <laughs> yeah. I'm richer than you. That's it. As you drive by, people. Fantastic. Vacate, peasant. Goodbye.